Hi, my name is Kirby, and this is the Stay Wild podcast, a space where I follow the purity of my heart to lead, teach, inspire, and most of all, entertain humans. I take everything I have learned from my work with animals and I funnel it through a communication device in hopes that you will find something useful out of what I have learned. So I hope you follow along and that you enjoy what I have to share from our incredible animal species. Hello, wild ones. I want you to play in a little imaginary game with me humor me and follow along. If you like, you can close your eyes. You can listen to my words and feel into it. You can play an imaginary game. In fact, please do that. It's very far and few between that we adults play in our imagination anymore. So I want you to picture for me, you as a young child, any age really, can be an adolescent, teenager, fuck, even in your 20s, I don't care. Just think of a previous you, a past you. And I want you to imagine you're sitting on the inside of an enclosure. You could call it a house if you want, but something with four walls and doors and windows. And you're sitting at that window and you're looking outside and you're watching life happen. You're watching the sun rise in the sky and then set the other direction. You're watching clouds form and disappear. You're watching people walk by, maybe with their dogs, maybe with their children, maybe with their partners or running with earbuds in or talking on their phone, scrolling on their phone, dogs barking, (laughs) birds flying. And you're just noticing, you're noticing all of this. And then you might feel a desire to go out and join them, to go out and be in the sun, to soak it in, to smell the fresh air, to feel the temperature on your skin. But when you go to the door, it's locked. And there doesn't seem to be any sort of way to unlock it. So maybe you try again and again. And you go back to the window, you see what's going on outside, you return to the door and it's still locked and you turn behind you as you hear a voice that's scolding you to back away to stop to go back to your window to be calm polite kind and completely domesticated is this starting to feel or sound familiar Now, I'm not here to make any grand gestures of what should or shouldn't happen, but I am here to paint a picture for you of what it can sometimes and oftentimes feel like for an animal to be stuck inside. An animal who learns by the sniffs of nature, by the feelings of the outdoors, by the interactions of others, an animal that only has the language of its senses to explore, experience, and play in the world. Now, I know this might ruffle some feathers, especially with some rescue organizations I have spoken to lately who have a 
no outdoor policy with cats. But I want you just to really think about it. We think that we're doing what's best for our domesticated animals, our animals that are living under our roof by keeping them indoors because outside is too dangerous. Well, what if there's coyotes? What if they get lost? What if they can't find their way home? What about raccoons? What about other dogs or cats? What if somebody steals them? And I know it's a bold statement, but my answer to those questions is always like, okay, so what if that happened? What does that mean for you? I rarely get an answer to that. Mostly I'm met with scoffs or rolled eyes or just doesn't work that way. I'm pretty much shut down and I don't fight. I'm not interested in it. I don't have the energy for it. But it is an interesting thought to think of your animal inside, domesticated, going off of rules of what is pleasant and unpleasant, only within a small, narrow range of what is possible in the world. Imagine if you grew up like that. Now, there are so many things I can hear people saying, but Kirby, they're animals. They're less than us. They can't reason. They don't know what's out in the world. And okay, I'll agree to disagree. But there is something that we do when we domesticate our animals. We domesticate ourselves. We stop doing things that we may have done when we were younger and more immature. <laughs> I love that word. Yes, of course, there is a incredible gift in maturity and growing wiser. But man, sometimes in our immaturity, we do things without thinking and those can be the most incredible experiences of our lives. There's a reason we have so many memories from childhood. It's because we weren't tamed, or at least not as tamed as we become when we're adults. So I want you just to think about this. Take it off of your animal. That's not the point right now. The point and the focus is you. How are you domesticating yourself in your life? How are you saying no out of the fear that something might happen or could happen? What are you missing out on? Is it connection? Is it an experience of the world that you would otherwise miss if you were to stay inside? It doesn't surprise me that during 2020, we were all locked indoors. And while I personally think it was an incredible gift in self-discovery and in sitting with the self and taking a lot of distractions away from us. It also has left a lasting effect on our fear and the way we view safety. Sometimes we see each other as the enemy. We keep our tight knit circles, friends, loved ones, animals so close that we forget which breath is ours. I'm asking you to detach, to become more of an individual. We are all 99% the same genetic makeup, maybe even more. 
I don't have the stats in front of me. But that would mean that 1% of you, 1% of your DNA is different. And something that I ask many people that I work with is what would life look like if we inflated that 1% just a little bit more? Maybe by accepting more of our wildness, more of our uniqueness, more of our diversity within our individual self, we would be more inclusive, welcoming, and open to the diversity in others. We become open by opening ourselves. We become more connected to the outside world by connecting deeper within ourselves. We trust externally because we trust internally. And from my own experience, when you trust yourself, well, nothing can touch you. Not really. Nothing can shake the core foundation, the hand on the flagpole, the anchor made of steel that is you, that is the seed of you, that is the truth of you. And when you find that, and when you create a relationship with that, every relationship, every perspective in your external world changes. That includes your relationship with your animal. Maybe they are meowing at the window or barking at the door or scratching at the latches because they are trying to show you that they want you to be wild. They are so stuck in your rut that they are trying to signal to you that you deserve freedom as well. And the more freedom you give yourself, the more freedom you will give to them. Your animal can be your greatest teacher. But then again, <laughs> so can everything else. So the next time you feel frustrated with your animal or you dive your head into your animal's chest to cry or you ask something of your animal to obey you, imagine that they are a mirror and ask yourself, what do I really need it's up to you I'm not going to force anyone to do this I'm not going to make you do this this is not some course you can buy to give me a lot of money I don't give a shit I just want you to be free and I can only speak from my own experience that freedom can only come within yourself so hopefully this touched something or woke something up or pissed you off, or made you feel. That's what I want. I want you to feel. And the next time you look out your window, I hope you will realize how blessed and gifted you are to know how to unlock the door and step outside. And fuck, take your animal with you. Until next time, my friends, stay wild.